When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Them niggas scared to make that move. Can't relate to that. I roll the dice. Shit, if I lose, I'm gonna be shaking back. Cause lessons learned within the loss. Just elevate the fact that trial and error just the only way. Ain't no escaping that. I wake up, hit a hundred push-ups. Then I'm at my route. Check on my stocks, see how they looking, then I'm sliding out. When you start seeing your progression, you stop having doubts. And what's the point of having clout if you can't cash it out? True to this game, but none my life, ayy. Feel like we finna change the cycle, ayy. That's the most success, you know we thriving, ayy. That's the most depression for our rivals, ayy. Could teach a lesson on survival, ayy. You know I'm from the bottom. What's good, everybody? Your boy David Bellard, one-fourth of the Black Wealth Renaissance crew. Back at it again for another episode in H-Town. Here with the crew, Jalen, Kelly, and Jared. Fellas, how y'all feeling, man? Feeling good. Got some drink. Feeling yeah. great, Got man. that drink in my cup. <laughs> yeah, one time for Kirko. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm feeling great, man. Like, the energy's been amazing. It's been really great just to be back on, back feel like old in the podcast. Man. Yeah, like, we in person, though. Like, the energy's good, amazing, man. bro. It feel good, man. Back at it again with the season four. (laughs) (laughs) And once again, y'all, like Jared just said, it's season four, and we back again with some more pressure. Everything in person, too. So y'all make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube as well. Yeah, hit that subscribe button. Yes, sir. And hit even that five-star rating and review while you're at it. But like we just said, man, more pressure on the way. This episode, y'all, highly anticipated and long overdue. This this young brother here, if you watch it, you already see him. (laughs) This man is a fucking legend, y'all. I don't know what, <laughs> how else better to say it. He's the one and only, the real Tay on Tech. Like, like Drake said, icon. <laughs> legend. The real Tay on Tech. Phenomenal. Sensational. Nah, you should have hit him with that. You may have seen him on TikTok. <laughs> We're asking about those cars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what car do you drive? But no, no, for real. Like, this brother here is really doing the damn thing. Uh, became a millionaire during the pandemic, uh, helping people get into high-paying jobs in tech, and like just really an all-around business extraordinaire, man. None other than the real Tay on Tech, Tavion Pat, man. Tay, how you doing, bro? Welcome to the show. I'm doing good, man. Nice to have me. You know, we finally uh, getting it in now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We doing this in Houston instead of Dallas. I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, man, we all stay in Dallas. But then I was like, shit, I'm trying to get out of Dallas right now anyway. So it was perfect, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Appreciate you for uh, pulling up and driving, bro. So we definitely appreciate, appreciate that. that. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I had to. I couldn't miss this. <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. So, Tay, bro, man, we would just get right into it. 
uh, to kick this off, man, for everybody who may be under a rock and they're unfamiliar with you, bro, let let them get an introduction <laughs> to you and like, how did you become Tayontay? All right, so from like the beginning or like just. I need to understand how this dude from Mississippi pulling yeah. up in the McLaren, bro. I need you to break it down. <laughs> uh, Alright, now so, um let me see where I can start at. Cause it pretty much started when I uh moved over to Texas. Cause like I mean like so I mean I'm from Mississippi, yes, everyone probably know by now. Um don't really come from anything. Single family, single mother, uh, for the most part. Father wasn't around. Mother, you know, I didn't like won't for anything, but I, you know, we didn't really have money like that, mm-hmm. you know, government assistance and stuff like that. But yeah, so um, uh, pretty much started when I was 18 or even through high school. Um, doing high school, flip shoes, fixed iPhones, and during that time, it's just I was making like a lot of money just like mm-hmm. from the iPhones. Everybody knew me, oh, Tate, like the tech guy, he's jailbreaking iPhones, he's fixing the iPhones. So I was making like a pretty dime off just doing stuff like that. And so then I kind of started getting to like the shoe fetishes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I think I still remember my first shoe I flipped with some um, red phone posits. I had bought like 160 mm-hmm. that was like kind of yellow sole, stuff like that, need to be fixed up a little bit. And I sell like 220. And I was like, dang, like it's really money into flipping yeah. shoes. And no, this one, Jordan was like 160 and you can flip oh, them yeah, for 220. Yeah, price. it was like 150, 220 and stuff <laughs> like that. And then I had like friends that work at Foot Locker, Finish Line and stuff I like that. So yeah, I was sliding them like $23 here. And then, you know, military discounts. I had a friend that was in military. So yeah, so I was getting like military discounts as well as uh, getting in the shoes. So I was buying the shoes for like 120, 130, selling for like 220. And so... I just started flipping shoes off that, and then, like, I had got into this competition. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but the Paranormal Phones. Yeah. You had I to submit, you had to submit yeah. a picture of you being weird as a kid, and, and I was, like, in a shirt or whatever with, um, with my earrings, and I was just, like, eating some bologna or something like that. Just didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I submitted, and I won, but I didn't get my size, so I ended up selling them for, like, $1,500. So I'm like, damn, like, this is really, like, it's really in there. And so um, I started, like, dealing with these bots. I got like a couple pair of red October Yeezys. Oh, I sold them. Yeah, I sold them like three racks. So I bought my first car off shoe money. <laughs> For the most part, yeah, I bought my hey, first car tough. off shoe money. And so, and a lot of people don't really know that about me. I never really talk about me flipping shoes or fixing iPhone and everything like that. They always hear from when I was like, oh, like, you know, 18, 19, you starting into the stocks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so at this time, like, I'm like 16, 17 years old right now. And I was like, all right, I have a little cash right now and stuff like that. Like, at a point, my mom was like, what are you doing to get all this money and stuff like that? Like, <laughs> I wasn't regular. Yeah, was <laughs> and I'm like, nah, mom, like, I'm really making money flipping shoes. And she was like, what? And I was like, look, like, I started my PayPal account. Like, hey, this mm-hmm. is what I'm doing. And I was also, I wasn't of age yet. So I had to use my, I had to use my mom information for PayPal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I was on there, you know, PayPal, be, they be tripping sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, stuff man. like that. Still. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, like, I had went out to college. Um, I turned 18, and at the time, I, I was running track as well, too. So I wasn't able to kind of go to, like, releases. I had track meet. So it's like, hey, man, I need to really find out the way how I can make money and stuff like that. And so that's when I kind of got introduced to stocks. I started researching, looking up stocks and stuff like that. I wasn't trading then. So I was just pretty much just putting money in there, just holding it, just like pretty much letting it kind of build up. And I was really just kind of like living off money that I had made off the shoes and stuff like that. And then my mom would send me money here and there. And I was just like, nah, bro, I got to really start like 
figuring a different way how to do that. So this actually didn't come until I moved over to Texas. Like I actually um, came out here, moved to Texas. I was like, because originally when I was um, my first year of college, I was going to a college called University of Mobile and they didn't have an engineering program there. Like they had like business computer information systems or something like that, but it wasn't really like enough. Like, yeah, it wasn't right. enough. So I was like, um, I have like family out here in Texas or whatever. So I was like, I, I want to move to Texas. But my mom, she wasn't for it. She was like, you're not moving to Texas. I was like, you don't know it. Like I like I came out here like in May like, after the Nationals and stuff like that. I came out here like May, June sometime at the time. She didn't know I had already asked for my release every day. <laughs> yeah, I was gone. She didn't know. But I was gone. But I came, as soon as I came out here, I got a job at Walmart. Two weeks later, I got a job at Target. So I was working two jobs. I was working overnight at Target from like 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Yeah. And then I would go to work at Walmart from 9 a.m. to like 2, 3 p.m. So I was like, I would there. Like when I leave Target, I'm going to go to Walmart, sleep in the parking lot for like hours, try to get me a nap, mm-hmm. go straight to work. I did that for about two, three months, trying to build up my capital, build up money and stuff like that. Cause I'm like, all right. I know when schools start up, I'm not going to have as much time as work and stuff like that. But I ended up, did, did have time to work and stuff like that because I was pretty much taking a lot of online classes. And then after that, I was like, all right, cool. Like, take it's kind of, I kind of, that's when I really started like researching like what degree I really wanted to do because I knew I kind of wanted to do something engineering. But I was like, because I was also still like trying to run track and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was coming out here to originally run for TCU, but then I turned my meniscus to MCL. So they wanted me to walk on. And TCU, like 40 yeah. grand a year yeah. so i was like nah i ain't doing it so i was like all right i'm going to tarrant county i went to juco there uh during college there and that's when i just started really honing in i'm like all right well sports not gonna work out i'm injured obviously i'm not at this point i don't really care to do it no more because i'm not in love with it so i was like what what can i really do to make money like i just started thinking i was like ah, it was good like with the flipping the shoes and all that stuff like that but i was like how far is that really going to take you? Like, and I just started thinking, I was like, what well, is something that's going to always be around? Cause I always thought like, cause when I was back at home, everyone that went to like business marketing and business management, the most they was probably doing was like managers at retail stores mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm just like, do I really need a degree for that? Nah. Exactly. Could have went to work right out of high school. Exactly. Exactly. So why, why would I go, you know, spending all this money for a degree just to go back and be a manager at Walmart doesn't make sense. And so I, so I was like, um, I did like law for like a semester. Like I was like, uh, oh, you know, lawyer makes, but I was like, this is way too much reading. This is way too much research. I'm not doing it. So I, um, I was like, dude, just start running from like technology. You've been doing all this stuff. You've been taking apart laptops. You've been taking apart phones. You've been doing all this stuff. Dude, just go do tech. So in my head, I'm just like, all right, but this is gonna be hard. Like that's really what it is. Like I like I know this. Like I know the hardware. I know how to take an iPhone apart. I know how to take a TV. Apart. I know how to do this. But this is gonna be hard. Like I like coding out. It really like it kind of intimidated me. And I just started like doing like a little different research. Like all right, what can I do in tech? So at first I was like, all right, cool. I want to be a network engineer. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. So I enrolled to the Cisco Academy at my um, junior college. Pretty much uh, when you go through it, you get what's called a CC. At the time, it used to be CCNT. They don't do it anymore in the CCNA. 
So like, all right, cool. So I did that. I was kind of rooking in the lab. So I was like, man, this shit boring. Like mm-hmm. I'm in a data center. This is all I'm doing. I'm just like, mm, all right, cool. All right, cool, whatever. And so like the next year, it was like mandatory. I had to take like an intro to security class. And I was like, all right, cool. Let me do this. I go in there. We start talking. Like I think this was like the second or third day of class. And we started talking about ethical hacking. Like you get paid to hack. I was like, man, it's not mine. Like, <laughs> at this point, I was just like, you get paid to do what? And he was like, yeah. He was like, he was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. He was like, it's called ethical hacking. Research it. Research it. Real thing. You got certifications. You got, like, governments that pay for this. You got private companies that pay for this. I'm like, oh, this is lit. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> not realizing what I was getting myself into. But I was like, all right, cool. So I just started doing, like, the intro security stuff. Pretty much just, let's really learn. Like, I really had, like, fell in love with it. Like I'm up two, three, four, five o'clock in the morning researching in these labs, like learning how to code, learning how to do all this stuff. Like I think like before, like I just really got financial literate. Like this was like the most fun like I had when I was just literally like researching. Like I would literally stay up till four or five o'clock in the morning, have to go to class at 8 a.m. And I just got through doing all these labs and stuff like that. And so I just really started falling in love with it. And so um, I saw a thing uh, with the school that I went to they had this thing where if you take a certain class, like say for instance, I've taken intro to security, I mean intro to security or intro to network um, class. If you pass the certification, they automatically give you an A. So in my head, I'm just like, all right, I'm already doing all this stuff studying. I ain't really got to do no work in here. <laughs> like That's I'm already fine. standing yeah. up four or five o'clock in the morning. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to show up to class, not really care what I'm doing because at the end of the day, I'm still doing all this. I go pass certification, I automatically get an A. So I was doing that. Like I had got like four. I had got my A plus certification. I got my network certification. I got my security plus. Um, my Red Hat certified system app administrator, as well as my CCNA. All while I was in junior colleges, yeah. just oh, wow. <laughs> just to avoid from actually having yeah, to do the work because it's yeah. like I'm already doing the work outside of class. Yeah. But it's just like I never really just had like when I guess when it comes to like technology and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really hands on like. I don't really need to do all this research and take this quiz and take this test. If I can pretty much show that I have the capability to, like, use my hands and actually do it. So I was like, cool. Like, I had kind of stopped going to class and everything. Don't do that, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I would stand up 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning also doing this as well, too. I was already, like, self-teaching myself. Mm -hmm. And so... When that came around, I actually, I wasn't going to go um, for my four-year um, degree. I was just like, cool. Like, I got this. I'm good. Like, I had job offers and everything. And I was just like, because I also had credits from my last school and stuff like that. And so I started looking at schools because UTA, I was going to originally go to UTA because I was actually going to run track there, too, when I graduated. But that was like, we're not taking any of these credits. And I was going to do another three years. In school, I was like, dead. I already didn't want to go to school anyway. Yeah. So I researched UT, I mean, UNT. UNT would take all my credits. I find a way to finesse my degree to where I don't have to take any science. I don't have to take any math classes. I don't do nothing. Like, I pretty much left UNT with an engineering degree without having to do any of the math and science for it. Wonder and so, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so the thing about UNT, uh, the school that I particularly went to was, they had these things or the prerequisites where you have to do, like, say, for instance, if I want to take a program in one class, mm-hmm. I have to take physics and calculus one. And I was like, hmm, okay, cool. That's that's two classes. Well, three classes I got to pay for, it, and it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hmm, let me try to find a way to do this. Oh, it's a community college right here. 
and I, there's no prerequisites for it. So I would go take the intro to programming class there, transfer it over, and straight, all right, cool. I, I, it transfers over. You said it transferred directly over for this class. Let me go into the next class, do that. So then I had got to another program class. It was like, all right, you need calculus two, and I think you need physics two and some other class. I was like, well, I don't have either one of those. Just so happened that college had just started offering that semester. <laughs> I was like, cool, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so yeah, so like I, I was really like taking class, and it was cheaper too. The class was like three, like three, four hundred dollars versus like fifteen, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars. I'm like, cool, so I'm saving money, I'm saving time. And it also that allowed me to graduate um from UNC in three semesters. So throughout my um time there, like I held like an internship every semester. So I from like my my last year in junior college and all the way up to when I graduated from UNC. Like I had graduate I mean I had um interned with um, a company called Selenese, a company called McAfee, um Citibank. Microfield um, Security Company? Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I work with them. Um, Cisco Networks, uh, intern with them. Um, who else? Uh, Southwest Airlines, I interned with yeah. them. So, like, I was literally like, hey, I'm going to try to get, like, an internship in every, like, space in the industry because security is done for each thing. Like, oh, yeah, and also for Baylor Scott and White, the hospital as well, too. So, I was like, all right, let me learn the HIPAA laws. Like, let me learn, like, the compliance and the gas. Like, let me see how it's done in, like, the tech space. Let me see how it's done in the airline space because everything is literally different when it comes to compliance and stuff like that. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, let me do this. So, um, fast forward to that. Like, um, my last, my semester, the summer before my last semester, I ended my um, internship with Cisco and then turned around they gave me a full-time offer. But what they were trying to do was they were trying to bring me as an undergrad on an undergrad program. Wow. And in my head, I had already said, like, and I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, you man, arrogant. But I wasn't taking anything less than six figures, like, honestly. Like, because I already knew, like, I had all this experience. I knew when I came into a program or came to a company, it wasn't me trying to, like, catch on and stuff like that. I knew as soon as I came into the company, I was going to make a change in there. And so I wasn't going to no undergrad, undergrad program. I wasn't doing that. Like, you, like. I was specifically trying to go in as a mid-level analyst, engineer, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so um, it was this company called Optive Security, or Optive. Uh, they had reached out to me like a previous year before, and they were trying to hire me. And I was like, hey, no, I'm still in school. And they was like, okay, cool. We're going to circle back around like this semester before you graduate. In my head, I'm like, all right, bro, whatever. Yeah. I kid you not. As soon as my internship ended and, like, a week before school started, they was like, hey, how's it going? Um, <laughs> like, you know, we said we was going to reach back out to you. How's it, like, you know, are you still, like, interested in job? Have you um, signed in job offers yet? I was like, no, but I'm actually interviewing with, like, a couple of companies right now. And this at the time, I also had an um, offer from Google as well, too, in Mountain View. But I, like, so I'm getting to that. So um, I had an interview with them. And um, I pretty much tell them, like, hey, this is my last semester. And she was like, oh, like, would you be open to, like, direct your last semester or anything like that? I was like, yeah, I only got three classes, and they all online. Cool. Like, kids or not, man, I, like, I interviewed, like, four different teams, and every team wanted me. And I was like, it's cool. So, I actually, like, it was weird. I was actually pinning the teams against each other to give me the highest offer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, it was, like, one, like, this one team that was like, oh, yeah, like, this was for, like, working remote and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you get two days work remote, and we'll give you 85, like, 83, 80, 80-something. 80 yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. So this other company, Citibank, that's going to give me 90000 whatever, with like a 5K sign-on bonus. Well, Google, that was going to give me 135000 
So, but it's in Mountain View. So what what I did was I had leveraged that my Google because I mean obviously that was the most money they had the stocks and stuff like that. So I leveraged that Google. I mean that offer with Optiv, and I was like, hey, check this out. I understand, you know, there's obviously there's going to be a pay difference. Um, you know, you have taxes and stuff like this. But if you guys can give me this much money, I sign with y'all. So they end up giving me um, ninety five thousand. Uh, I asked for a hundred, but they gave me ninety five thousand. They gave me a ten thousand dollars sign on bonus. And I also got a 10% performance bonus. So all in all, like my, yeah. So I ended up getting like 109, 100, something like $110,000 per year. Mm-hmm. And my math all is cool, but y'all, y'all get the, <laughs> <laughs> but Six yeah. Six figures at 12. Yeah. That's, what that's, <laughs> that's all that damn matter. <laughs> so you can see that the math wasn't essential. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. So after I like started doing the math and stuff like that, I'm like, all right, 145000 after all the taxes or $135,000 after the taxes and stuff like that. That's good money. It's like. Eighty thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, eighty thousand. Then you know you got rents out there, like Mountain View. It's not you. It's you not it's, be cheap, yeah, yeah, it's three thousand dollars for Jeez, the smallest the shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah it's three. Shit. And I'm just like, nah, man. Like <clears throat> it'd be good to have it on my resume and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I already like I'm really more so focused on like honing my skill because you go to a company like Google, bro, you're not really gonna see your work like that. Especially yeah. me becoming as an entry level engineer. I know I wasn't gonna see that. Yeah, and that was gonna burn the shit out of me too. And I wasn't I wasn't trying to do that. So um I worked there for like eight months. Uh also this is like the most money I ever made in my life. So at this time, like I mean, internships and stuff like that, when you're in tech, they're great. In thirty, thirty five dollars per hour and stuff like that. Internships? But this, yeah, in tech. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I didn't internship. Know that. Yeah, like I think my highest paid intern, um, I got forty two thousand dollars, and they gave me a ten k sign up bonus. Yeah, but you gotta also think though, it's only for like a three month yeah, period. Yeah, so, yeah, so but time. like a semester, but still though, it's, it's yeah, really it's good money. Great, yeah. And I was also negotiating my um, intern salary, I mean my intern um, wages and stuff like that, because I would pin them against other people. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so yeah, I end up pinning them against the team and stuff like that. Like, all right, cool, I'm gonna go with this team. I really love what they're doing. I get to work from home. Cool. So um, at this time, this is like when my financial literacy kind of like I had to kind of learn it. Like I was, I've never been done with money, but I was just spending money. Free. Man, bro, I was going to a little bit like the Christian Lubin store. Every every time I got a paycheck, I was buying new shoes. And I was just like, bro, like, I, bro. I was spending like $1,200 on shoes, bro. Like $1,200 on shoes, bro. And then I never forget, bro. I bought a Louis Vuitton belt for eight hundred dollars. I think like eight fifty. I was like, bro, that, just bro, that, 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 nigga, you can go buy two baby cows. I went to Louis Vuitton one time when, like, I was in college. I walked in that bit. This is no bullshit. They had no prices on shit. I said, hey, I said, hey, man, how much this belt cost? And she told me. Young man, if you gotta ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> like, Damn, that's how y'all coming. Yo, dog, I kid you not, dog. I, like that, that for, like, and the thing, but I don't say the job for eight months, but like, that, that it was just like, I would just spend like crazy thing, buddy. Like I had just, uh, I like my challenger, I had like four thousand dollars left on it. I ain't been at, oh yeah, and, uh, so let me re- rewind it. So also while I'm still working and stuff like this, I'm still in school and I'm. Still standing student living. So, you know, a student living rent like six, seven hundred dollars and stuff yeah, like that. Man. Bro, before I even got my first paycheck, I was like, I'm moving downtown Dallas. I go look, I break my lease, I pay somebody to move into my apartment at the student, 
covered the first month of rent, and I moved into an apartment paying like $1,600 per month. It was high, it was nice as high rise. But it, <laughs> and then, like two months after that, I traded in my, my Challenger, which was almost paid off. I had like $4,000 left for that BMW. So, which I still got. Right. I need to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah it's for. Yeah. Okay. So I still got it. But it was just like, dang, bro, you made like a lot of dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. And so I was just looking. I was like, bro, like, I, it was just one day I was like, that's thinking. I was looking at my account. I was like, bro, what the, like, where the fuck is your money at? Like, bro, you have, like, you have no responsibilities. Like, you have no kids. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you where are you spending money at? I go looking at my finances, going to bars. Going to clubs, you spending your money on dumbass shoes, fucking Louis Vuitton, and it's just like, bro, like, you're making decent money, but you don't, you're not making enough money to be doing shit like this. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was just really like, all right, let me just kind of sit down, put put my head down, and let me just really focus on my um, on my uh, finance stuff like this. And while I'm doing all of this, I'm documenting this on Twitter as well too. Mm-hmm. So. Like, while I'm doing my internships, I'm writing this on Twitter. Like, I'm literally, and this is for people just really started following me. Just kind of initially started building it up. I'm like, oh, this is how I got this internship. Oh, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is, like, I pretty much kind of built my following, posting about my projects, posting, like, pretty like pretty much everything I was building was off, like, the tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, the financing come to, like, 2020 somewhere and stuff like that. And so, um, one day, I'm pretty sure everybody know Ari and stuff like that. One day, she had hit me up. Just like, you know, like trying to be a mentor. She was like, you know, there's like, because at this time, this one I used to wild out on Twitter and stuff like that. She was like, you know, there's like, whenever you like really talk about like the stuff you're doing, like the tech industry and you're talking about like how you love yourself in life, it almost always go viral. And you just kind of like fuck around, do the little dumb shit. Nothing happens. I was like, let me test this out. Kid you not. I made a thread how I got my first internship. Went viral. I was like. Say less. I'm going to start talking about my tech experience. I'm going to start talking about that. That's when I kind of started cooling out with all, like, the BS and stuff. I mean, I still mm-hmm. do it here and there now. But I wasn't doing as much. And so at that time, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I started, like, straight, like getting into Bitcoin. Like, I wouldn't ask. Like, so when I was in Bitcoin and stuff like this, my one of my um, coworkers, one of the interns, she was like, hey, bro, like, Bitcoin gonna blow up, put some money in there. So this is like right before it went up to like twenty thousand dollars and stuff like that. That's like the twenty. Yeah, exactly. So um, I threw in like my entire sign on, but I was on like my entire sign on bonus and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, cool, let me do it. So off that, I think I ended up making like thirty thousand dollars off that. So I ended up pulling out about like eighteen thousand dollars. I haven't touched it since then because I didn't really know too much about it. I just know it was like this dude. He was showing me his Bitcoin portfolios. I'm like, oh, he really believe in it. Let me throw some money in there. And so I had seen it was like around like right for Christmas and stuff like that. Like, let me get some gifts and stuff like that. So I just pulled all my money out. And right when I pulled my money, I think like a couple weeks later, it crashed. So I was like, yeah, damn, like, I got lucky. Time. I was trying to do it to buy Christmas gifts and shit. But I was like, hey, I'm lucky. Cool. So, um, you know, I had like, you know, I kind of started off with like the 30 grand and stuff like that. I was like, all right, man, let me like, let me learn how to like trade and stuff like this. So it's not starting on Forex. So this is before IML and all yeah. that. It was I was trading on Nadex. IML. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was on this platform called Nadex. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was pretty much gambling. I have messed around and uh because I ain't gonna lie, like when I get to kind of like trading stocks and stuff like that, I kinda don't have like this thing. I don't know, I ain't, I ain't really scared. Like it's just like 
If I lose it, goddamn, I lose. I lost yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's whatever. Yeah. I never really look at like stock money and stuff like that. It's real money. It's just like it's there, but I never really touch it. Like mm-hmm. I, I would never like probably sell any of my stocks. And so, um, I think I had messed around. And it, I, I forgot exactly what I was doing, but I messed around. I flipped like two hundred fifty dollars. It's like a thousand dollars and like. 60 seconds. So basically what I was doing, yeah, so basically what I was doing is you basically just bet like, is this um, currency pair is going to be over a certain mi- amount of time at the end of 60 seconds? Then no, what the hell I was doing pushing whatsoever. <laughs> I'm pushing buttons. I'm just like, well, it's going up right now, so let it go up. <laughs> <laughs> so bro, I was, bro, I'm telling you, like, I was like back to back to back. I, and I was like, let me actually kind of like learn this and stuff like this. So I actually mm-hmm. started learning how to trade and stuff like that. So I'm like, I started making money. Started being like a little bit less riskier than what I was doing. And then one day I was just like, man, fuck it. I'm going to just go all in. I put like 10 grand on it. I, bro, I was hit. I put 10 grand in it. Lost it all. Ooh. I ain't touched Forex since. <laughs> that, that'll Ooh. do it. That'll do it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, yeah, this this not gonna do it. Like, cause at the point, like, I never like, I learned it, but I was never really ever comfortable with it, cause it's mm-hmm. like Forex moves so crazy, yeah, it is. Bro. It's like, and I I want to keep knowing like the real news and stuff yeah, like man. that, and then it's just really really too technical. So I was just like, I would, I mean, you good in tech, like. I, I got stocks, tech stocks. So I started like I started like investing heavily in like tech stocks and stuff like this. And so this like 2019. So like by this like by this time, I think I probably got like 150 thousand like in the stock market and stuff like that. So I was dumping all like my bonuses and stuff in there. And this is like from when I was 18, saving up all mm-hmm. this money as well too from the flipping shoes. So I like 150. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna keep throwing money in there. I wasn't really trading. So 2020 come pandemic. Mm-hmm. So this is like not really just started like like 2020 like it was damn near impossible not to make money in the stock market. Oh, yeah. It was it like defying everything, bro. Like a lot of shit I was doing didn't fucking make sense. I was like I'm making money, so fuck it. So um I was like I was literally only trading like Tesla. I was trading face. I was only trading like tech stocks, mm-hmm. literally only. And I was still I was buying Tesla at like three hundred dollars before the split. So yeah, I like I've been a Tesla for a minute. Yeah. So I've been a Tesla for a minute, bro. I probably got like a quarter just in Tesla by itself. And so um I start I learned like learn options and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm running it up. So COVID happened, everything getting shut down. My friends stuff like stock market terrible right now. Like everybody, all my friends, I'm telling them, I'm like, Bro, they like, nah, I think I'm going to pull out. Like, one of my, my roommates at the time, he was like, nah, I think I'm going to pull out, bro. Like, you know, just because I get laid off and stuff. Like, I'm like, bro, you're not going to get laid off. You in tech, dude. They need you. <laughs> You'll be the last person to go, bro. They going to lay off everybody else. Like, bro, you a product manager. You, they, you're not going oh, nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, he's like, nah. Because, like, me, I'm the type, I'm willing to risk it all. I've always been like that. Like, if I lose, it's like, man, I'm 20, 22. I, I can get it back somewhere. I, I ain't got no kids. Yeah. yeah. So, like, everything I started doubling down on, like, 401k, doubling down on. Like, I was literally, bro, I kid you not, I was living off credit cards. Like, I was, like, my bank account was, like, $20. Like, at, I was not, every dime I got, I was throwing into the tech stocks. Like, every single dime, and I was trading options and stuff like that. Like, I was literally, like, probably, like, 
10, 15,000 in credit card debt just because, like, I was. I wasn't like oh, man, I was like, bro, like it, it's gonna go back up. Like it can only go back up. It can't like the government is not gonna let all this company fails. Hell no. So shit just started like all of a sudden shit just started skyrocketing. Like damn, you Flip damn that, yeah, bro. Like you damn like you can pretty much just do a call option and you was almost automatically gonna always make money. Like that's really how easy it was in twenty twenty in the stock market. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, damn. So I'm just chilling and stuff like that. And then I had came across a tweet from Zay. Um, he was like, uh, people don't realize you don't gotta have a million dollars in your bank account. Like your network can just be a million, uh, million dollars, or whatever. You have a million dollars in assets. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So I'm looking, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I looked at my stock portfolio. I had like $800,000 in my portfolio at the time. Like, damn. i like, damn. Then I do got this property right here. It's on clearing for the 60000 And then I have this much in cash. Oh shit! I'm a millionaire. <laughs> so it was like, damn, like, like everything started paying off. And so while I'm doing this, I'm just pretty much documenting everything. Like, hey, y'all, this is where it is. Like, this is what I'm doing. And like, I never really like went to the thing like selling stock courses and stuff like that because I never really wanted like I feel me personally. I feel like when it comes to, like stock market and stuff like that, I feel like everybody should know that. Like, you know, so I would like anybody hit me up. I'm like, hey, this is the playlist. I looked at, look at it. Cool. That's what you do. And so like. After that, like, that's when I really started, like, to learn how to leverage my um, stock portfolio and my 401k and stuff like this. So I started buying real estate, leveraging loans on my um, stocks and le- um, leveraging loans on my 401k. So the thing is, I avoid taxes. You can't, I, I mean, you don't pay taxes on borrowed money. It's a loan. I'm paying, like, what, 3 4% interest on there, and you I'm paying it back to myself. Yeah. 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 So it was just, like, it's perfect. So... But just to know, whenever you do leave your job, you have to pay that back in the four one k. But lately, I like I was making all these money moves. Like I had just met like this fire ass contractor. Man, he was making hella money. I was making like at that time twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month. It got up to all almost like seventy five. I was making like seventy five thousand a month off some investments and stuff I was doing. Like it's pretty much like weed containers and stuff like that. So basically, like we uh, build out these containers, sell them off to um like other people resources and stuff like that, make money off of them. So I was making like $75,000 a month off that. And so I was just really just like, yeah. man, I was like really had like built my capital and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let me start going to other business ventures and stuff like that. So I started going to like real estate a little bit more. I should probably have way more real estate than I have now, but I was just kind of fucking off money, you know. Um, I ended up building like four different businesses. Um, with that, um, so I was able to buy like supercars with that. I pretty much watches and stuff like like I was really like making a shit ton of money, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, 
like Pokemon's coming to this year, I'm like, all right, what I'm gonna do? Like, like I have all this capital. What, like, what it is that I want to do? So now it's like this year after I kind of just made all the capital and all the stuff like that. I'm like this year I'm focusing on really like really making an impact and really giving back. Uh-huh. Like I like even like last year, like I was all, I'm always been the type of person like on Twitter. I'm always kind of like giving out game. I'm giving out knowledge. And, you know, people, like, probably try to hit me up. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, like, a lot of people would try to hit me up. And I was like, hey, like, do a consultation call. And I'm like, I can't do a consultation call because it buys the time where I do. But this content that I create for y'all, it's free. That's, the, that's the consultation call because I'm pretty much telling y'all what to do at that point. You just got to take the information and Google it. Like, it, it's literally, I'm giving it to you, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't want to sit there and Google. They don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I get this question. Yeah, I get the question every time. Somebody's like, hey, I got like two, $3,000. What should I do with it? Go buy some education, bro. Like, mm-hmm. learn financial literacy. Like, if I can tell you what to go do with it, I can go tell you what to do with it. That don't mean you're going to know what to do. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, I got $3,000. What can I do? I got $10,000. What can I do? Go buy real estate. How you do that? Exactly, especially like when you're trying to learn how to make, and that's one thing I always try to tell people, like, no matter how much money you're making, no more, you can be making 20, 15, 30, 40, 50, 100,000, 250, three, whatever it is, you need to at least know, understand the basis of personal finance, mm-hmm. because that's what's really going to set you up, because if you, like, that's like, like, you always hear people saying, like, you can make $50,000, I mean, make 50,000, one person make 100,000. If the person that made fifty thousand dollars is more smarter with their money, then eventually their network and stuff like that is going to be worth more than the person mm-hmm. making a hundred thousand dollars. Because what people don't realize, you have this lifestyle creep, which I've been a victim of it twice. So, <laughs> but I've always been smart on my money, and I know where to put it. So it's like I I can afford to do stuff like this. Like every like when I had bought my McLaren, everybody was like, "Dude, that's stupid. Why would you do that?" I'm like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like when I was like doing like my course and stuff like that, people were like, "Oh, you bought that with the course?" I'm like, "Bro, I haven't even touched my course money." Like, this is money I'm making off investments and stuff like that. Like, I, like, literally, I mean, I'm touching it now, but I ain't started touching my course money until, like, October sometime. That's when I was, like, reinvesting back into it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I spent, like, $12,000 on a revamp. I spent, like, $5,000 on hiring somebody to pretty much, like, voice actors, project management, like, my infrastructure, my website. Like, I was actually, like, I took this money to go reinvest and do this now. And now I'm, I'm pretty much trying to hire like instructors and stuff like that, so I can run boot camp, boot camp style, uh, style things. And also, I'm gonna I'm drop this here too because I ain't really talking about this one. But um, so dang, should I announce it? I'm gonna just say I ain't gonna tell you who I'm working with. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, your best. Oh, yeah. That's gonna be perfect then. So no, um, me and B's, we're actually linking up. Oh, that's gonna be dope. So yeah, we're gonna actually link up. Um. So basically, so when it comes to tech boot camps and stuff like that, you never really hear people talking about like the personal finance. You just technical skills yeah. and that's mm-hmm. it. And so pretty much like the boot camps that we're going to run, we're going to integrate personal finance. Because my thing is like if most people that's going to be in these boot camps, they probably, this is probably going to be the most money they ever made in their life mm-hmm. coming from their jobs. And so this is pretty much she's going to come in and do is she's going to be teaching on personal finance. She's going to be teaching about like, I now you know you in a six figure range and stuff like that, or if you end up in a range, you, now you can't do Roth RAs at a certain point, so you got to do backdoor Roth RAs. You got to learn about sign on bonuses. You, like some people don't know, like say for instance, you leaving a company with a four hundred one k match, and you got like ten thousand dollars left on the table, 
And you're going to this other company like, hey, I'm losing, I'm losing ten thousand dollars. Can you guys give me a ten thousand dollars sign on bonus? Me personally, I asked for fifteen. I'd be lying, so I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be lying, but you know, you got to ask for a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pump it up a little bit, so people don't realize you can do stuff like that. And so when you know, in that, like, that's what we're gonna be. We're gonna teach me, like, hey, well, now you're in the tech industry. Most likely, you're probably gonna get stock options. This is how you negotiate to get more stock options. Or this is how you negotiate to get a higher salary. This is how you negotiate to get. Mm-hmm. This is how you now um, actually uh, enroll into your 401k. This is like probably how you should do it. Like this is how you now use your 401k to invest because not everyone know you can right. invest with your 401k. Right. And so that's really going to be like the big selling point in there as well too because like once you learn technical skills, like now you're just gonna fuck off the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when we add that piece to it, it's just like oh shit, like. Now we know like what to do with the money. Now, now we kind of setting you up for generational wealth and stuff like that. Now you yeah. learn how to invest in stocks. You know, you learn how to buy real estate. You learn how to do this stuff. Like it's gonna be at a basic level, but a lot of people don't even got that. So yeah, that's that's really what I've been working on. That's what I've been uh, kind of be talking with our lawyers and stuff like that. We really trying to get that. Like you know, trying to actually have it released by the first beginning of March, first of March. So that's really what I've been working on for the most part with that. But yeah, man, it just. That's really that's really what I've been working on for the most part. That's <laughs> dope though. Like, nah, bro, hey, like, I, I got real quick one question before we hop into anything else. Bro, you was making seventy five K on the side of your job. How the fuck you stay at work, nigga? How you stay at work? And that, that's not even hold on. It's probably more than that, because you said that's just on the container shit. Uh I think at the height at the height of I well, the most money I've ever made. And the month, I think like 250 grand. God. And I can ask her to show the proof to my phone over there, just so y'all can see that. But yeah, that's the most I ever made. It was like a quarter million dollars in one month. How do you Dang. stay at a job? Yeah, I, like, so that's the thing, bro. Like, I really enjoy, I really enjoy tech. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's why a lot of people like, bro, by now I would have quit my job. And just 250 wasn't profit. It wasn't all profit. It was like 150 profit. But so yeah, but um, but yeah, man, it's just I really enjoy tech. Like I really do. Like I love it. Like that's why I left my last company. Um, they didn't like. It was halting me from trading stocks. Um, I had to get permission to buy any type of real estate. They didn't want me to give out financial advice okay. because I was working for City Bank. Yeah, exactly. I was I was I, I was insider. Um, I was a senior insider third engineer there. So basically, okay. I had access to every fucking thing I want. Like if I went yeah. inside trade, I could have inside trade. I didn't. Right. But I could have. No like, inside <laughs> trading occurred. So, yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> like, I had access to, like, the CEO emails. Like, I can, I, I had access oh, wow. to any and everything that I wanted. You know, these are investment bankers and shit. Like, so I understand why it happened. But I, like, I stayed there for, like, five months. I was like, nah, it's not going to work. And I left. So, but overall, I mean, I, I really genuinely love what I do. Like, I mean, honestly, probably within the next year or two, I'm probably going to quit. Because, like, like you know, I'm on like my social media content creating and stuff like that <laughs> on YouTube. Follow me on YouTube. <laughs> put, but, it uh, there, put it out there. Tell Yeah. <laughs> so, um, cause I, I'm really kind of trying to like, I'm trying to get rid of like the, the selling courses and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, more so programs. So that's kind of why I'm creating like my YouTube, and I'm really trying to make a lot of more um content on Instagram because I I really genuinely do like giving out free information, and so people start DMing me asking me a thousand questions. That's when I be mm-hmm. wanting to charge because like, damn. But I really genuinely, like, I believe information, what, I believe information should be free, but my time is not. That's fair. That's fair, though. So, yeah. That's really fair. So, that's that. Like, with information free, people really don't value it. They don't. They don't. Whenever you, 
when you pay, you pay attention. The library free. How many yeah. people going up? Exactly. Because yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like bro, I kid you not. Like everything, like when I was on a consultation, when I attempted to do it, I did it for like three months. I made a lot of money though. I was making like five grand a month on people talking to me for an hour. So um, I did it. It was literally shit I was posting on my blogs. Like, bro, mm-hmm. I was like, it, it got to a point I was like, hey, did you go like read my blogs before you book this? Ah, uh, yeah, you know, I still got a couple more questions. Asked me the same thing that was on my blog. So I'm like, at this point, you just want to talk to me. Hell yeah. So I'm like, Basically. all right, cool. I'll talk to you for a while. But then as like, you know, stuff started picking up, I started going to other business ventures and stuff like that. I was like, nah, this this not going to work. And it was like the same exact question. I was like, I'm not doing this. So, yeah, bro. That's what actually kind of led me to build, like, get me in tech. Because it was just like, I had been already helping people, like, with their resumes. I had been helping people get into tech. Just by, like, having conversations with and stuff like that. So I'm like, build a program that directly like help people do this and so that's kind of like pretty much what get me in tech is like i'm even now like i'm trying to um like i just kind of hire people uh, i just hire a career consultant i want to call so now this year i'm trying to do like networking events i'm trying to do like career fairs i'm trying to do like virtual workshops i'm trying to do like all that type of stuff because like i genuinely want to see like more black people in the tech industry it's like bro like i can i always try to tell people like the tech industry changed my life like was tech the sole reason why I ended up becoming a millionaire at 24? No, it wasn't. It was like the money I made from it, I was able yeah. to invest and stuff like that. But it was also like the financial literacy and stuff that I learned. I learned what to do with that money. Because, I mean, man, you had... 23, 24, you're making 140 grand a year. Five of the young niggas Facts. gonna fuck that off. Yeah. Facts. So, There's a lot just, of young that niggas actually, gonna be in a strip club. <laughs> I actually, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, it's actually really interesting that you mentioned that about that, like, as far as the financial literacy and about, like, the income, like, causing those type of issues. Cause I feel like a lot of people don't think about or talk about that. And you said something interesting earlier that I thought about too. You were like, I was making what, like, 130K, but, like, I still shouldn't have been buying some of this designer stuff. Yeah. Like, can you kind of even speak to that portion of it as far as like people not understanding like you, I don't want to say you can afford it, but like Mm -hmm. I have the money in my account to be able to purchase this $800 belt. Mm -hmm. I make 130K a year. Why shouldn't I buy the belt? You know what I mean? Well, first off, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, when, when it Thank comes you. down to it, bro, I ain't like, that's just dumb. It holds no value. Facts. Like, it, so that's the thing. Like, it's certain things, like vices that I have that I will spend money on, which is mm-hmm. cars and watches, like, and certain shoes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it, it was just, like, first off, that was my only really source of income. So if I really lost my job, damn, nigga, you just spent $1,000 on a goddamn bill. Why the fuck are you doing that? And then it was just also, it, it didn't make sense. Like, you got to think about it. Like, at this time, like, I did have money saved up. It was just like, all right, you lost your job, and you, you don't get yeah, you, yeah. You got a new car. You got a $700 mm-hmm. car note. You, all this. You know, and it, thank God I'm in tech, because if I lost my job, I would have had one. Another, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, though, like, it's just like, now it's like, now I had a point, like, I have a certain amount of money saved up. Anything over that, it's free game. Like, I do whatever I want to do. But even now, like, I'm like, all right, I'm not doing that. Like, I kind of cut down my expenses a little bit. And it's just like, like, last year, which is like the dumbest shit I've ever done. I, I kind of had like another dumb year. Mm-hmm. I think I spent like 100 grand on going out to the clubs and eating out and stuff like that. 
And I'm just like, bro. <laughs> so no, I it was like. So it was just, it was really like stupid, and it's really embarrassing, like mm-hmm. to spend that type of money, like doing dumb shit, and you have nothing to show for it. Like, like people really like they're probably looking like, oh dang, like you, like no nigga, that's dumb, like that's mm-hmm. dumb as hell, like yeah, like yeah. it looked like I'm living like, but nigga, that's dumb as hell. Like I can live life doing traveling. Yeah. I already mm-hmm. spent hundred grand traveling last year and stuff. Like I mean, I travel, but I ain't, I still haven't went out the country yet. Damn. No, really? I still have not went out the country yet. And that's what I'm talking you about. Got a yeah. yeah, I got a passport. Uh, at least I got a passport. <laughs> so I'm going out of the country in two weeks, though. I'm like, hey, 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 <laughs> But yeah, though, it was just like, it, it, it was really dumb, bro. Like, yes, I could afford it, but I could have spent way more money. And I mean, don't get me wrong. And that's how people like do their self care yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, investing in themselves. If that's what they want to do for them, then cool. That works. But that didn't work for me. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, and like, if you're a promoter, if you're a rapper, if you like, that's kind of like the image and stuff that you're trying to put out. If it's a write off, it, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense for you to do it. But I don't want that attention. Like, I, you know, like I'm a businessman. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they're a businessman as well too. But like, I want to present myself a little way. Like, I'm not gonna have like diamond chains and stuff like that. And all that's that's not my image. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like this is a Montclair coat, and like you wouldn't even know it. Like, you just look at a regular, it's like, oh, it's a regular coat. But, like, I don't really like flashy shit like that. I mean, I do, but I don't. It's it's different. <laughs> but, like, I don't like, I don't really like stuff that have, like, logos and stuff like that on it. Because it's just, like, I already not bring that attention to myself. Like, I already talk about money a lot on social media. So, it's like, when I go out and I'm having all this stuff on, it's like... A lot of attention. Hey, nigga, yeah, we gonna we finna get this nigga yeah. out of the club. And I go to and I was going to the club a lot. Yeah, and I was going to the club a lot. So it's like now I kinda like the stuff I wear, it's like kinda subtle. Like if you know, you know, if you don't, cool. Like I'm good off of it. Like but the shoes. I, I know what them <laughs> is. Like, <and> I'm, <laughs> yeah, different. like, you know, yeah, niggas yeah, niggas yeah. spend I mean, yeah. my fault. People would spend money on like tennis. Yeah, oh, okay. So yeah, nah, people would spend money on shoes and stuff like that. It ain't you know, it ain't really a big thing. Like yeah, I mean, it is a big thing, but people kinda do that. But it just didn't make sense to me when it all came down to it. But That's you, fair. You you said you like to spend money on watches and, and of course your car. Yeah. Why is that? So this watch right here, I don't know if you can see it. I bought this watch for forty five thousand dollars. This watch now is worth eighty two thousand dollars. Jesus. What? Jesus. Yeah. So it's almost double the value. It's almost double the value. How long ago did you yeah. buy it? Like six Bro, months ago. Stop playing six months ago, my nah, dad. Less than half like half a year. It's Kill almost this. worth twice Bro, as much. Like that ass, like my watch collection. It's probably like worth a hundred grand. But like mm-hmm. like base value. Mm-hmm. No, appreciation value is about hundred eighty. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So, so why it, does it go killing. up so fast? Market value. Basically, kind of like how tennis shoes yeah. are and stuff like that. The demand discontinued. Because this right here is actually a 15300 ST. So it's the um, discontinued version of the 1520 or 15202. Jumbo thing, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's and that watch being discontinued this year as well, too. So it's just like it's going to even go up in more price. Yeah. So... That's that's why, like, when I bought cars, like, when I bought my McLaren, I made effectively $36,000 off of it, but it was really, like, $28,000 that I actually, like, took home off of it. So it's just, like, all of those are, like, assets, in a sense, and stuff like that. Like, I made hella money off driving my McLaren around, just meeting people and just marketing myself. Like, 
and watches. I made a lot of money of people walking up to me. Nice watch. What do you do? Because mm-hmm. you're not just going to be sitting around with a 10, 20, 30, $40,000 watch on. You, you do something. Yeah, you, <laughs> do, you, do something. you do something. <laughs> so it, that's. And it ain't no bust down. You, you exactly. know. <laughs> exactly. Like I know you, like you're, you're some type of man in business. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you do. So when I buy stuff like that, like it adds value to me and I also make money. It's like a big ass. S P five hundred. I was to save this count, but the way watches is right now, well, it's killing the stock market. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's good. Like this watch up like eighty percent right now. So Jeez. over six months. So and I, and I guess the main difference too, like just to to keep that in mind is like those things appreciated in value, whereas like. I don't think a belt would no. do that. Like, there's no designer try, like t shirt that'll that. do that. Go try, yeah, yeah, like, go try yeah. to say eight hundred Louis Vuitton belt for eight hundred dollars. Go try to do that. They gonna look at you. I give four hundred. <laughs> the only thing that I know that goes like that is some damn Birkin bags. bags. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ashley and Snell and Snell bags. Ashley and told us about like the one thing like Birkin. I don't know. I don't really know about it, but I know Snell prices been going up lately. But and then even that goes back to like what you had said before, which is like understanding like exclusivity, the rarity of it. Like, did it dis- did it get decommissioned and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like, one of my homeboys, he was telling me the other day, like he about to, uh, he was like he got a Hellcat mm-hmm. and he gonna flip it. And I was like, what you mean? He was like, yeah, no, they about to discontinue it, yeah. and I'm just waiting for them to do that because yeah. as soon as they do, like my car gonna be like triple where it's worth right now. Yep. And I'm like, dead ass. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, that's bro. what I with the G wagons. Like yeah, G wagon, yeah, hundred yeah. grand over sticker price. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was trying to get one, but like literally when I went up there, that was like three hundred. <laughs> ain't no negotiating three hundred. <laughs> and I was like, y'all can kiss three, my ass. There you go. Y'all can kiss my ass. Three hundred thousand dollars for a goddamn Mercedes? Hell, nah, boy, hell, no. Nah, I go buy yours. <laughs> Them hoes are spend more expensive yours is right now. Oh, hell, nah, champ. <laughs> Nah, exactly. I was at Echo Park the other day, they sold one of them bitches for like well, I think it was like like close to two hundred. Well, two what what was two hundred? G wagon. That must be G five fifty. I'm not even sure. That was G five fifty. That was G five. But even then, a G five fifty for yeah. two hundred. Them all like one forty before yeah, this. They not worth <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like no, bro, no. You couldn't bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and appreciating assets. But it, I mean, the car is appreciating if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. but that was market. But that was part, that was why I wanted to ask that though, because like people, the first thing the folks will go to is like most of the people don't have those options. Like, yeah, they won't be able to buy, go between like buying a house or buying a car. Like, who got the bread to be able to do that type of stuff? But it's like, all right, cool. Now we talking with somebody who do got it, and they're saying like, yeah, nah, nigga, the, the belt's still stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, stupid. the other shit's still stupid. No, like, it's still stupid, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I never. I never, bro. I would never. I but that bitch last though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not gonna lie. It do last, you but it ain't. I mean, shit, you may as well. I can't resell the motherfucker. Nah, nah, I ain't gonna lie, bro. The bitch, like, and I ain't gonna lie. Like, there, there are like certain things like designer, like, mm, like backpacks or the duffel bags. Cause I ain't gonna, like when I'm traveling and stuff like that, I want to look good. You know, I, I create content now, so you know, <laughs> I want to take a picture, have a video recording. It looks good, right? Right. But it, it's a reason why I'm doing that, though. Mm-hmm. It's not just necessarily just like, oh, it, like it. It's a, I guess the reason why it was right off too. But yeah, <laughs> it looks good. I, I got a question about like the credit cards too. 
Because, you know, you said you live strictly off a credit card. Even and I ain't gonna lie, after reading your tweet about this, I was like, nigga, I'm about to start doing the same fucking <laughs> thing. So now uh, I yeah. just swipe my card, but like, I pay that bitch off before the statement date. What made you want to start doing that? So, what made me want to do that? Because the thing was, because my mom, like, my mom didn't have, like, really good credit. Like, so that was mm-hmm. also another reason why I had to kind of, like, flip shoes and stuff like that to go to college. Because I had to pay a little bit out of pocket. And because her credit wasn't good enough to get, like, uh, the parent direct plus loan or something like that. Yeah, I know so, you're yeah, so I had to get, like, another loan and stuff like that. And so, like, from the seat in bed, I'm like, Tay, you got to have good credit. Like, because mm-hmm. she didn't really have nobody teaching her. Like, she didn't really know too much about it. But she was just like, hey, <laughs> any, bill, any bill you get, pay it online. Yeah. So, like, it stuck with me. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, I ain't really, like, I knew pay bills stuff on time. But I didn't really understand how bad it would hurt you until I got to college. It got me a little Wells Fargo credit card. They gave me a $2,000 limit. I'm like, $2,000? You like, shit, I can swipe it anywhere. I don't swipe it. And so, Denver. And so, this is the thing, too, though. Like, so, um, like, and this this is kind of like the thing. Mom was like, only use that credit card for emergencies. And so, at the time, it sounded like a good idea. Mm-hmm. It really did. But then, as I got older, I was like... Why the hell would I use a credit card with a 20% interest rate as an emergency if I ain't got the money to pay for it? Yeah. That shit don't make sense. Yeah. And so as I just started, and then this one I kind of started against like travel hacking and points hacking and stuff like that. And so I just started, like, I think I was reading, um, like, looking at Axe Sebi, um, a guy on YouTube. I know mm-hmm. Axe yeah. So, like, I just started kind of, like, fun. This is, like, right when I was graduating. Like, so this one I really kind of just really got into, like, the credit cards and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, like I can travel. All right, cool. Like, and so this is not really started doing it. I had started like after I left my first job, I started consulting and they gave us like an Amex card and we get to keep the points. And so not only was I getting the points, I was getting flight points for uh, that. And I was also getting hotel points and I was staying at hotels Sunday through Thursday, three, four times a month. Oh, yeah. So I'm just racking up on points. So I'm just looking. I'm like, damn, I got all these points. I got all these statuses. Let me actually kind of start researching this. Mm-hmm. Bro, I haven't paid for a flight or a hotel in like three, four years. Really? That like really? since that job, I have not paid for wow. a flight. I haven't paid. All that built and up. Exact, and not only that, because also now I have businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so even with just like my e-commerce stuff and stuff like that, I would spend like twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month on inventory. And then I'm getting like three, four times the points off that. And I'm getting 120,000 points per month. And then not to mention, like, you know, the traveling that I'm doing, I'm getting five times points off my American Express card. And if I am paying for hotels and stuff like that, you know, it, and it is sometimes I will pay for it. I'm like, it makes more sense for me to pay for this hmm. and use my points. I do that. I'm getting five times points, like two, three hundred dollars for a flight. I'm not using my points for that. Like, yeah, I'm I rather just pay for that and get five times the points and stuff like that. So I guess I kind of lied and I said I ain't paid for it, but I ain't had to pay for it <laughs> with that. But, yeah, it was just like I was really like. I think I probably got like close to a million Hilton points right now. Jesus. And so like I literally like even today, I literally bought the cheapest room. They upgraded me to the best room they got. So I, I went from upgrading from like a room that was like two hundred dollars per night to room that's like eight hundred dollars per night. Cause I'm wow. a dime yeah, because I'm like a dime I'm a diamond member and you automatically get upgrades. Yeah, you always get an upgrade. So now like 
traveling, I don't really spend money on that. Like I get upgrade. I have I've never in my life bought a first class uh first, a first class ticket, but I always manage to get upgrade to first class. Like I yes. yeah, That's like I did not I know that. Like, yeah, bro. So when you reward like people look at it like, oh man, you shouldn't do the reward points because then you just end up paying more. But nah. you getting all these benefits. Yeah, like you if you travel, like bro, like my out. trip to Cabo, that part zero dollars. The hotel I'm staying at four grand. Didn't pay one penny. The flights I got, didn't pay one penny for it. Whole trip free off points. Damn. That's <laughs> yeah, That's bro. I started swiping that yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Like, especially you got business expenses. Like, especially people that be like running ads and stuff like that. I'm at Express Gold Card. Get four times the points. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And you got people that be spending 10, 15, 20, 100 grand a month. On, yeah. on, on ads, yes. yeah. that's right half me. That's half me points right there. Right back. That bro, I'm telling you, like you, like it's bro. The credit card game is like it, you got to be able to pay it off though. So yeah, that right, that's yeah. what a lot of like. So the American Express Platinum and the Gold Card, those are charge cards. So you do have to pay them off, or they're gonna hit you with like a nasty interest rate. So mm-hmm. that is a downfall. You got to really be financially smart mm-hmm. with it. Cause they'll definitely um hit you and the annual fees are pretty expensive well too. I think for like my business wow. platinum, like seven hundred. So but the perks you get is crazy. Mm-hmm. If you get off before the statement thing. Yeah, for sure. That. If you get them shits, like you said, you getting hotel rooms for free and all yeah. that. That seven hundred is small and consistent. Oh no, so that ain't they ain't even including that. So all right, so let's say for instance my platinum business. I actually prefer the the personal one. But it's just like I spend way more money. Like on my platinum card right now, I can spend up to one hundred fifty dollars in one transaction. Like I can pr- go buy a car on that card, swipe it, and pay it, just pay it off. Like that's that's the thing about I love about the American Express, like the platinum cards and charge card. Like it goes based on your spending habits, so it can increase one time or it can decrease. But it, it's really dope. Like it, it's really dope. So credit um, card gym. Yeah, no, nah, because because like I know for my American Express card, you get a two hundred dollar credit. That's already that's five hundred dollars right there. You get global entry, which is or TSA, it's eighty five dollars. So that's two eighty five. Yeah, you get it for I free. Didn't know that. Yeah, you get clear yeah, TSA each clear. year. So yeah, you get clear. Clear is like one seventy nine. Yeah, no, that's so <laughs> that's that's another two hundred. So two four. Clear gets you through the airport. Like oh, you get there bro, fast, bro. Bro, I go to the Atlanta airport. Like forty five minutes from my flight and still make it on time. And if y'all know Atlanta, yeah, yeah. now nah, you living yeah. dangerous, my boy. <laughs> exactly, bro. And I and I, 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 went, I was like, damn, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I get to clear and all so that. Forty five minutes. Forty five minutes for and I'm still on the plane. Hey, that's worth so, it. <laughs> exactly. And then you got like yeah, the Centurion yeah. Lounge. And then with my car, like, cause it's the business card, I get two hundred dollars Dell credit. So I go spend two hundred dollars per year at Dell. I be buying all types of shit. Yeah, all that. $200. Then, Indeed, if you're trying to hire people and stuff like that, they give you a $100 credit for Indeed. Then they give you a $10 credit per month for your phone, uh, internet bill, and stuff like that. They give you $10 per month for that. I'm probably missing a couple more perks, too. Like, and then you get, like, access, like, when you start really making money and stuff like that, 
you get discounts on private jets and stuff like that. So yeah. it's bro, you it's nice. The perks yeah. are nice. Perks so are having good credit. Yeah. <laughs> and crazy thing about it, bro, you'll be surprised, bro. I know people that was getting approved for this car like at six seventy fives and six sixties and stuff like that. Probably not now because of COVID. They they a little change, bit more stricter and stuff like that. Bit. Cause I ain't gonna lie, they wouldn't approve me for them motherfucker for nothing. Like I just got approved for it like four or five months ago. <clears throat> like they went, like, and it's the business one. They went, bro. They would not give it to me at all. And I'm just like, bro, I, like y'all. But now though, like I think like the second one I had, I could spend up to 150 grand in one transaction. So Say, using OPM. Say Tay. <laughs> who, who palm you had degrees? Who, you know, who, had the, who palm you had degrees? Hey, baby, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Let me get that. Oh, man, bro. It was really, man, really just like learning the system, bro. Like, I, it was, I, cause I, bro, I probably have like 50 credit cards. Like, my wallet right now, only oh, credit cards. Did you say like, 50 credit cards? Yeah, like, I, like, I keep my American Breast, the Platinum. I keep the gold. I used to have two golds. It's in there, yeah. And then my two Chase credit cards, like I only keep cards, credit only cards, credit card, not yeah, credit card, not even debit, baby. Because you know, like, why, like, why, why would I spend my money? Video that dude had mentioned that, like, yeah. it makes sense. If somebody steal your debit card or run up a bunch of transactions, bro, they not getting money. I kid you not, dog. Like, check this out. Whenever you get like you report fraud and stuff in your credit card, bro, they gonna go fight for their money. Yo, I don't give a fuck. That's your money, bro. I'm gonna fuck. Like, you know what I mean? That's just like you was like somebody lost money. Like, what? Well, that's your money. Like, I hope you find it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm good. But when, it's your, when they sure, lost man. your money, it's, you ready to fight. Oh, yeah, it's a whole yeah, different you ready, I'm ready to fight, nigga. That's my money. Like, like, what you mean you lost my money? So that's that's how it is with banks, too. And I'm always, me personally, I'm always use OPM. I don't care what I'm doing. Heck yeah. yeah <laughs> I got take, a question. I, I was, what you got, Kelly? Because I, I want to ask about the e commerce. So, how is it whenever you go back to Mississippi? Is it a different atmosphere? Is it? Do you go back in the flashy car? Or what, what is it like? Did you take the McCarran back and go flex on niggas? I know you took it back nah. in Mississippi. Like, no, bro. When I go, when <laughs> I go back home, I go see my family. I get out and go. Like I go probably see a handful of not two people. I go back like that was high school friends, not go hang out with them. And so my thing get okay. So I'm kind of hit on the friend aspect of things. So like, kind of like going like in high school and stuff like that. I played sports and stuff like that, but I wanted to say I had a lot of friends. I had, like, mm. people I was, like, cool, cool. social mm. and stuff like that. But it's only, like, two, maybe three people that I actually still kind of keep in touch with with that. And uh, a lot of them, like, a lot of their friends, stuff like that, like drug dealers, scammers, and shit like mm. that. And so back at home, the police officer know, they know who the drug dealers, they know who it yeah. is. Yeah. So they, they, Especially they, that little town. Exactly. Yeah. They, they know who it is. And so, like, and I really respect my friends out there because, like, if they're like, hey, I'm with such and such, probably ain't the best time to be around. But, we, you know, I'm going to leave from him. I'm going to be at the crib, pull up. And so, like, I really respect that about, like, my friends back at home and stuff like that because they know, like, not to put me in a situation like that, that could probably end up, like, fucking me up because they know, like, I, they know who's it. They know everything that's doing it. But as far as family and stuff like that, like, I said I have a really supportive family for the most part. Like I go back home, like oh I'm so proud of you. Like my mama just kind of found out how much money she don't even really know how much money, but she just kind of recently started to feel like alright this nigga doing a little too much, like what you doing <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. So yeah, it's you know it, it's really like it's always a joy. Like I don't really like going back home and stuff like that. 
All right, because I mean, it's all, always only been me and my mom, mm-hmm. and um, I guess my great aunt, who I call my grandma. So it's always just kind of been us and stuff like that. So it's kind of like I'm always like, been I've always been the only child, so it's like I'm used to being by myself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I mostly just like fly my mom out, here, uh, out to Dallas or wherever uh, case may be and stuff like that. But when I go back home, like oh, Tay, we miss you. Like how everything been? Like it's it's always a good feeling, it's a good atmosphere. So it's always good. At least it ain't like no you no know, crazy shit. Like them trying to, you know how you have some family members. Yeah, say let let's hey, let, me, let me hold a hundred. You know, I knew, I used to hold you when you was a boy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm on bills and shit like that. Let me give you the dollars. Did anybody tell you to cut my hair, nigga? <laughs> you wanted to do that shit. <laughs> and then you be yeah. like, nigga, you used to push my line back. I don't even fuck with you. <laughs> yes, I don't, I don't really, I don't do it. I mean, like, like my outside cousins and stuff like that. They're probably like, oh, like, but it ain't never nothing crazy. Like, mm-hmm. hey, twenty dollars. All right, here you go, man. Like, but it ain't, yeah, yeah. Nah, it ain't never been nothing crazy like that. And then like my uh, my great aunt, who I consider my grandma, I like I pay her bills, so it's like. It ain't nothing she really gonna ask for. I pay your bills. What you need? She's like, what else you need? Yeah, Take <laughs> your money and do what you want to do. <laughs> but, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's really y'all love when I go back home, though. That's dope. That's dope. Man. Take the, one of the last things I wanted to get into with you, bro. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. The e-commerce stuff, uh-huh. right? So I know you didn't had all us going crazy with the, the <laughs> Walmart automation and yeah. the Amazon automation. I remember whenever I seen it, you posted on your story. I was like, what the hell is he doing? Like, what what is this? Like, yeah. can you talk about what Walmart automation and Amazon automation is? Like, how they work? Yeah, bro. Basically, man, it's 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 really so fucking simple. It's just the operations that's behind it. So, me personally, I don't run my store. Mm-hmm. Also, now I'm actually running my store, but it's under my company name, um, TMP Commerce, whatever. But um, basically, man, at a basic level concept, you're just buying products at a like low price and selling it like. They got contracts with like these wholesalers and stuff like that. So they're actually buying a product. Like say for instance, like these glasses or something like this. Like you probably this glass probably like let's say three dollars. But they'll probably buy like a book of more of a hundred for twenty five cents each one. So it's like a high volume type of thing. So like the more money you make based on like the products and stuff like that. And the products is, you know. I can't really tell you all the products. Yeah, I was yeah, going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but you know, it, you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised on what you can make money off of and stuff like that. But yeah, it, that's basically what it is. You getting something that pretty much what every other company is doing. And then the real thing about it is like, when you know, like Walmart, Amazon, stuff like that, you don't have to pay for advertisement because these people are going here and search for these items like every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you cut money off advertisement as well too. So it's just like, boom, and you're getting it for cheaper as well. So, Oh, so like whenever I go on Amazon and like I'm clicking a product and they like telling me a certain carrier or something like that or a store or something mm-hmm. like that's who that's the seller. That's yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So so yeah. When you buying right. all this stuff, that case and stuff like that, you buying it from somebody. From yeah. 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 You buying somebody that Amazon's has not selling an uh, actual store. Yeah. No. Oh, Amazon. Okay. Amazon just have the platform because they know everyone's going there and you just uh, pay them a certain commission fee to host your items on there. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was I always wonder how that worked because I heard like Walmart automation, like Amazon automation and stuff, and I was just like, what so, What are they so doing? Yeah. 
This was Dawson. Dawson don't like the word automation. Because oh. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's automated for us. But, but it's, it's not, not for him. him. Like, but for him. Making yeah. deals and buying yeah, stuff. bro. For yeah. him, that's a lot of goddamn work. Yeah. Like, man, payroll for them was <clears throat> high six figures. I can imagine because I, I think I heard you say before, like, the entry, you, like, need a minimum of, like, 10K to get into that, right? 50? Uh-huh. I think it's, like, 30 now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember like when I was looking at yeah it was 50, 50 at one point. It was 50 Sheesh. at one point. Yeah. But it's like, but that's the thing, like, they kind of figured it out, mm-hmm. like, to a T now and stuff like that. So it's like, all right, now we ain't spending as much money and stuff like that. They got yeah. the warehouses. Because, like, a lot of people never, they don't like Amazon and stuff like that. They actually ship their products to Amazon warehouses, mm-hmm. Amazon sells and stuff yeah. like that. But they actually have their own warehouses as well as their own return warehouses. So whenever product is like shipped out, and if it's returned or for a defect, or something like that, mm-hmm. it don't go to your front door or anything like that. It actually goes to their return warehouse, and they send it back to the um, manufacturer, the, yeah, the manufacturer and stuff like that. You get refund for it and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, I love the money. It's easy. Like, it ain't a lot. Like, probably I make like on average like five, six grand. I've had some months where I made like twenty grand, but like holiday Best season, holiday black. Month? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, no, I love it. Like it's I mean, one thing, and so one thing about like the automation that I do kind of want is everybody crown ahead like the good things. Like oh, he's making money. I'm gonna be real with you. Anything that's pretty money like that, it's gonna be some problems. Yeah. So you this don't just think everything is all peaches and cream and stuff like that. It's, it has been um, issues and stuff like that where we have to kind of resolve it, and you know. You know, you at the it's mercy. Of, the yeah, you at you at the mercy of you on a different platform. So it's just yeah. like all right. Man, we don't like the sh- the carrier you're using for shipment. We gonna suspend you, <laughs> like that shit you like had, that. You at their mercy. Yeah, yeah. you at their mercy. Yeah. So you really have to follow those terms and um, policies to a T. And that's why I kind of like, cause I always kind of want to get into it, but I just don't trust people. Like I don't trust sending a random person I see on the internet advertising lifestyle marketing to get into this, cause it's just like, oh, like, nigga, I, I ain't dumb. And it's just like they they won't do your shit. Like they won't really just abide by the terms and stuff like that. Mm. And stuff like that, you gotta really follow the shit by see could that kick you off their platform. Walmart for sure. But Amazon, they're a little bit more mature. Walmart, they're kinda younger and stuff like that. So they're still they're still trying to figure everything out. But Amazon, it's here to stay. <laughs> Walmart is too, but they still working out a lot of kinks and stuff. Gotcha. Man. So all right, y'all. Now this is this is a bit petty. Um, but <laughs> I that you're going to. This is a bit <laughs> petty, but I do want to bring it up, right? Because mm-hmm. I think Jalen or Kelly had mentioned it, that you saved you saved Twitter. All right, tell you, man. Let me know the the reasoning and just the whole course of action behind the, the exposition exposition of Brandon Jones, right? Uh, I don't think we've ever actually addressed it as BWR. Mm-hmm. No, probably before, but a previous guest of ours was outed um, for shady practices. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, actually, on the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a whole discourse behind it. I think Twitter was up in arms about it. Shit, niggas still tweeting about that yeah, shit, to be honest. Yeah, still I think somebody just tweeted about it like a week ago. Yeah. Well, what was the whole thing with that, bro? Uh, like, y'all went to like, the, the real raw truth. Hey, fuck it. Say, say yeah. the truth. Yeah. And all, and all, and all, I, know, I know the wealth Twitter world wants to hear it. LLC Twitter needs it. And in <laughs> all honesty, like, because like I'm a I'm a real prideful about my name, mm-hmm. and like he kind of associ- where well, he associated himself with us. We associated with ourselves with him as well too. And so, 
LLC Twitter is what they group us as. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, they all run together and stuff like that. And so, like, I like I felt played. And also, it's like, it was a play on my name as well, too. Because, like, oh, y'all all hang out together. Like, no, 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 no. I don't hang out with him. Mm. I've met with him once in Atlanta when everybody was there. So, and it was just that. And it was also just a simple fact of, like, it was, like, a lot of people, like, hitting us, like, me directly for sure. Hitting me up in deals, like, hey, bro, like, I sent them this much money. Um, Like, I ain't heard from him. He keep giving me excuses. Uh, and so, in my head, I'm just like, nigga, what? Like, not, not this nigga. Like, you know, like, because in my head, like, yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it didn't make sense. It was just, like. So, and all these people, and then, like, the people saying, like, oh, yeah, he was, like, damn me, talking about, like, uh, let me flip your money. So, I'm, like, why would a nigga that got nine figures, like, DM and so, you about this shit? And so, in yeah. my head, too, also, this is, like, when I'm kind of starting to, like, actually start making money. Like, I hadn't just really, like, had the type of money I had, mm. but I had a decent amount of money. And so, I'm, uh, so, I couldn't really, like, imagine what nine figures really is. And I started thinking, I was, like, nigga, this is Grant Cardone, and. Fucking Rick, Ro- not even Rick Ross, uh, yeah, like Rick Ross, like yet. 30, 40 mils, some yeah. shit like that. And I'm looking at this nigga lifestyle. I'm looking at Grant Cardone. I'm looking at like all the people that got jets and shit. I'm like, don't add up. What the fuck is this money? Like, you know what I mean? The so, mathing. yeah. So people started kind of hitting me up and like, just, I was like, all right, bro, this is way too many people. Like, yeah, it got to the point. I think I calculated like damn near close to half a mil. Like that ass, like I probably had calculated like close to that, probably like oh, 400. People that reached out to you, yeah, of, like Jesus. money they gave it to them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, so it's quite obviously either like he's like just scamming people on purpose or he got fucked in the deal and couldn't pay people and trying to get people running around, but still in my head, like you got nine figures, just pay people out of your pocket. So I started like really just kind of doing my research. That makes sense. So, yeah, so I just started trying to do my research and stuff like that. And I was just like, look at, like, because the only thing that kept sticking was, like, the stock market. I was like, man, nigga, that show the stock market. Like, I haven't seen his portfolio. Like, you can't fake that. Like, right. it's on iPhone now. So, me being the researcher I am, I just started, like, researching shit. And I saw it. I was like, bro, this nigga been faking. Once I found out the portfolio was fake, I was like, oh, this nigga been lying for sure. And I just started looking at everything. I was like, oh, all this shit starting to make sense. And so it was just like, I I mean, I got to say something. Like, I can't, you know, because at that point, like, if I don't say nothing. You feel like a punk nigga. Yeah, like, I'm I'm kind of like the person. I'm enabling him to do that. And then yeah. he attached himself, like, I'm not going to name people, but he attached himself to, like, a lot of people, a lot of prominent people with mm-hmm. great names that's in that space and taking advantage of, like, you know, these people, like, platforms and stuff like that to get people to buy into his image and stuff like that. And so it was just really, like, it was just kind of like a fucked up situation. Like, and I mean, I ain't even do it. Like, and a lot of people are oh, like, you know, you're not a king. I'm like, bro, I didn't do that shit. But I don't even do Like, first off, I ain't even LLC Twitter. I'm S-Corp Twitter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, but it was just like, it shit was stupid. Was, I don't know. It was just kind of. It was just kind of one of the things I just felt like, because I mean, my type of person, like I'm really like, I'm a confrontational type of person. Like if I feel like something's kind of done wrong or something like that, I'm going to say something about it. Like to your face, uh, social media, where the case may be. I mean, because at that point in time, like it ain't like I'm like, hey, bro, like you were fucking niggas like what you needed. Like, nah, it's 20, 30, 40, like 40 people that you fucking know. Right, so at right, this right. point, it's like. It's you and you getting these people off social media through the use of our like content, through the use of our platforms and stuff like that. 
So where it's happened to that, I feel like that's where it should have been addressed to that. Like it would have been a different thing if like something else would have happened. I'm like, hey, bro, like I'm hearing like what's up with this? Like come to you as a man and like ask you about the situation. But it was like you was using our platform to make money and scam people. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> real talk. So yeah, that was that was really it with that one. <laughs> I just know that shit had broke the internet. I just wanted to ask about it. Yeah, like, bro. People, people had made, like, articles on it in YouTube videos. Like, somebody, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, this shit's crazy. Yeah, they made a YouTube video on it. So, yeah. So, I know we got to get ready for dinner, man. It's almost <laughs> 10 o'clock. So, we can get into this last section, last question. Mm-hmm. And you ask because you're closer to the All moment. right, cool deal. So, Tay, my man, I know we done went over a lot today. <laughs> Um, but what is one personal finance tip or principle that you would like to lead the people with that you live by? Is it don't buy the belt? Don't buy the belt. That's one of them. <laughs> but really live, like live within your means. Like mm-hmm. that's for me, live within your means. Cause like it's real, especially like in social media and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you have people and Andre kind of talked about it too. Like, you know, are you, is your fraud or, uh, <laughs> are you, are yeah. you, are you fraud? fraud? Yeah. And so, it, it, like, that's, that's really, like, a real thing. Because, like, you have people that, like, that, bro, I was so shocked about this. People really go broke to go look good on social media and mm-hmm. stuff like this. Like, I know y'all probably seen on social media when people was going on, like, these fake jet trips. Bro, that shit bust my head. And they was taking pictures and stuff like Wait, that. what? Like, they go the fake yeah. private jets? Yeah. yeah. They go to the studio. It's a whole yeah, studio. A studio. Like, nigga, yeah. they got a fake plane. And in the plane, they got, like, fake windows that look yeah. like you on a jet. Yeah, just so you can like so take a picture and put it on Instagram. So yeah, yeah like people, bro. yeah, people, yeah, bro, it's LA. LA. And niggas LA. pay for it. Yeah. They pay to go to the studio to do this. Yeah. Wait, you pay for that, sir? Yes. You pay for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck so that's me. the life of social media. <laughs> and so that's the thing, bro. You don't realize, like, people don't, like, you have people that's really, like, going broke to look good on social media. I was Damn. still, I was still watching some video. This girl with $50,000 in debt. To be an Instagram influencer so she can travel and take pictures and shit. And so, and that's what I'm looking at. I'm like, bro, like, y'all, like, people, they be trying to really judge their life off social media and stuff like that, bro. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised. Like, say, for instance, like, the situation we just talked about. Like, everybody was like, damn, like, I'm not doing enough of my life. Like, mm-hmm. what the whole time this nigga was a fraud. You was trying to judge your life off. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and a lot of people, I was like, I'm not, bro, it's only really a handful of people like, on social media, that's really about what they talk about. Like, it's, it's only a handful of them. Because I've met, like, a lot of people on Twitter and hung out with them. I was like, these motherfuckers lying. <laughs> they they cap. Like, I, and I hung out with a few people, and I was just like, all right, nigga, that's ain't that, that what you was talking about on social mm-hmm. media. And so it's really definitely when people get drunk and they get around you and stuff like that, you be like, Nigga, you mom. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like you people just really stop, stop, stop judging your life and stop basing your financial success off of what people are doing in social media. Man, run your race. Whenever it's your time to do what you're gonna do, if it's meant for you to do, it's it's gonna happen. Like you everyone be you see everybody talking about, oh, I've, and it's just a lot of money. Oh, I made a million dollars a year. But how much did they actually spend? How much was actual profit? Net, yeah, what was the net? Like you you know you made a million but it was only net a hundred thousand still great money yeah still yeah. great money and also they got to have money to spend that and stuff like that but it's just like it's a different wow, story. it's, it's yeah. a big ass Two difference stories. I yeah. made a million dollars versus I made a hundred thousand yeah. dollars exactly like especially like with this e-commerce and stuff like that people get on social media 
I made $40,000 this month. Nigga, only $3,000 $3, a day is net. Actual profit, yeah. yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, bro, niggas be lying. Stop judging. I guarantee you, bro, it's literally only a handful of people that are really, like, straightforward and under with you on the internet. All that lifestyle marketing and stuff like that, bro, them cars be rented. Yeah. Not everybody, but them cars be yeah. rented, bro. Like, like them boats and stuff you be seeing people on, 20 people went in on that. <laughs> that section they was in, 10 people went in on a $200 bottle, bro. You good. Run your race. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all, like, yeah, they be so fixated on this. Yeah, bro. Like, bro, I see it. 10 niggas on one bottle. At a club, $250. It's $20, $25 a piece, bro. Like, that. Life, it's not what it seems like, bro. I'm telling you. Like, it's. The it's bro, the facade niggas be lying. I'll never forget <laughs> that shit that you uh, I think Zay had put that up there. Some dudes that came in y'all section to take a picture with the bottles. I was bro. like, yo, that's wild. Like when it was in Miami. You were a nigga came to the section, took the bottle and left, nigga. It's so it's you was watching. I was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And I went go get the bottle from him. He tried to kind of uh, come at me. I'm like, nigga, this not even your shit. We was just with the nigga that bought the exactly. shit. <laughs> Yo. That's true. But yeah, bro, like, I'm telling you, bro, people do anything for a flick on social media, bro. That shit wild. That's crazy. That's crazy, dog. That validation. That's it's crazy. wild, bro. Like, people would drive themselves in crazy for the validation of people they ain't never, don't even give a fuck about them. Mm. You know they exist. Yeah. Though. Imagine caring about something. And that's why I love TikTok, too. Like, people I've never seen in my life be talking shit. I'd be like, hell yeah. Let me, and I entertain it. It's funny. <laughs> but, yeah, bro, that's that's really it. Stop stop looking at social media for validation, especially when it comes to personal finances. Motherfuckers be lying. <laughs> Message. Yes. Real shit. Well, Tay, brother, got to let, let you yeah. know. Let them know where they can follow you. Yeah. Plug uh-huh. and everything. All right, but uh, my social media is uh, on Instagram is tayontech.io, and please be aware, I have a lot of fake pages, bro. I would never, ever DM you asking for any type of money whatsoever. So tayontech.io, um, my Twitter is tayontech, um, my TikTok is tayontech, and my website is tayontech.io, which is the exact same as my Instagram. Bet. Bet, bet, man. Y'all tap in. Get me in tech, man. We got to have to put that down in the show notes for everybody that's interested. Uh, and, yeah, tell you, just got to tell you, thank you again, bro. Like I said, long overdue, highly <laughs> long anticipated, overdue. Uh, and not one to disappoint. It's definitely been one for the books. Uh, thank you for having me, man. For sure, bro. Uh, and before we get out of here, y'all, we're going to hop into a couple house cleaning items. Once again, y'all, thank you for listening. Lead that five star rating and review that. for your boys. We need We that. need to get this message out to the people, right? Subscribe. You, subscribe. Share it with your family and friends. Write an actual review. I know you may think it take long. It it take a few seconds, but it does a lot for us to continue to grow the show. Uh, if you've been listening week in and week out, just do us that one little favor. We be we be seeing it. We get tens of thousands of listeners on the episode, but y'all want to take a couple seconds to write a review, man. But What's everybody good? that do write a review, we appreciate it. Right. But y'all, that ain't, I'm on y'all ass. <laughs> <laughs> write that shit. Bet. All right, niggas. Uh, what else we got for the people? <laughs> hey, man, subscribe. Uh, go to BWR Academy. 
You subscribe to our academy. We you learn everything from financial investing to uh, accountability coaching to yeah, like some of the stuff that Tay was talking about, like with your four one k Roth IRA. We got our guy Wes. He's a financial advisor in there. We got everything from stock courses to crypto courses. So tap in with us. Man, and on that note, y'all, this is my black off on the side. Check on my out. socks. See how they look. Then I'm sliding out. When you start seeing your progression, you stop having doubts. And what's the point of having clout if you can't cash it out? Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cut-off. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.